Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Scene 3. I am joined, as always, by my two good friends and co-hosts, Megan. Hello, Megan. Hey, hey, how's it going? And Shane. Hello. You were almost going to speak before I said your name, which is a big no-no. I was just, I'm sorry, you're going to get in. So keen. That's, that's what episode are we? Mode, yeah. We are episode 311. Mm. 311, 311, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like back in 308. I don't know why I'm yeah. thinking 311. Are you guys sick of me yet? It's been 11 episodes. Never. Good. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Every week I'm glad you're here. It's supposed to be, see how it goes. What you've got to understand is before you it was just the two of us. Yeah. For a very yeah. long time. <laughs> and I'm sure Shane feels the same way. I got sick of him. I also got sick of me. So <laughs> I've done a I few feel, solo like reviews before without having someone to bounce off, and it's very dry. I'm extremely yeah, boring. Hard. So I, I rate that. I think we bring a good dynamic. I think it's important to have a discussion, especially about things like film. That's why we created this podcast. Yes, and here we are, 11 episodes in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just season three. Three people with opinions, much yes. like assholes. Mm-hmm. But how do we decide what we're going to talk about? We don't. What is, what is this show about? What yeah. is this song about? This show is about picking three movies around a theme. So we've seen three films. We have seen three films. Centralising around a theme. A theme. And our theme for this week was? Movies. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Movie, yeah, movies with low budgets that became massive hits. That's mm-hmm. Correct. I think that's what we... I, we actually didn't talk about what it was before, so I just made that up. <laughs> it as sounds a little short no, to me. Accurate. Like you do I like, like a long words in the title. No, movies that didn't spend a lot of thing. money. The <laughs> <laughs> font on the graphics I designed. So yeah. yeah, no, not great. Too many words. But so. honestly, I've got to tell you, this theme is one of my favorites of the entire season. Like I'm so confident because about of this. the movies you because saw, because of the content, because of the content. or just yeah, you because like of the, the, idea. the movies that oh, I saw, okay. and uh-huh. the theme itself is ex- extremely unique. I'm not really savvy with like budgets for films generally. Mm. I only go out and watch them if I know that I like them, and not really do any yeah. research behind. Yeah, the scenes. yeah, a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah, and I had seen all of them before, but it was so bloody good to rewatch all again. It was. Yeah, all of these, yeah, were a good rewatch, weren't they? Yes. I can beg to I got a lot more value out of them this time. I'm older, I'm, you know, more mature, and Mm. I think reading between the lines and the concepts, the context around it was a lot more valuable to me now. I loved it. Yeah. Interesting. So what were the movies we chose (laughs) then? For those that didn't tune in last week. I chose the original Blair Witch Project. And I'm so glad you say original because uh, the remake does not exist. To, which is news to me. Yeah. Yeah, it does exist and uh, I encourage you to never watch it. Yeah, I appreciate it's, that. Uh, it's weird friends. how they've tried to make the same thing. I'm pretty confident it's the same team as well or at least one of the producers. I just don't I understand just... why. And it, it, it's, um, it's so obviously staged though. Like oh, the charm shush. of this is that it's this new one though. It's like when they go to the house, there's a lot more in detail. There's a lot more, and the shots are perfectly framed. And you know, whereas in the first one, it's all just utter chaos. If it you, is yeah. chaos, yeah. If, if you don't get motion sickness watching the first one, you're not doing it right. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, the first one you could tell was they didn't uh, film a scene and then go to Video Village and play it back and go, mm, that didn't quite. Let's do that. You again. know, half the stuff they miss in the film, and you can read all about it in the IMDb and stuff. Really? Or on the extras, there was a really good special about it. They missed a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, they don't go back and redo that. They're just like, yeah, well, we have a 16 mil camera we filmed that we didn't get. She was supposed to pan to the left when she ran past there, no. um, but she didn't, you know. And like, oh my God, okay, save yeah. it for your segment. That's so oh. sick. And Megan, which, what was your choice? I chose Napoleon Dynamite. Ooh. Loved it. Gee, what's, yeah, that was so big when, I was, when it came out, wasn't it? Was it was massive, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember a bunch of people walking around in Vote for Pedro t shirts. Yes, like, and now I really want to go on, on Etsy and go and buy one. I and heck, it everyone was life. saying heck a lot. Gee, heck. And, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> Heck. It's a retard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
And you chose. Oh, thank you for ringing me in. I chose <laughs> yeah. Juno. Yeah, Juno, which is a classic. All the feels. It's a modern classic. It it's is. not an actual it classic. Is. Before classic. Michael Serra got cool. I don't know. I thought it he was pretty him, cool then. He's kind uh, of a big deal. You didn't, know. He hit, <laughs> didn't he hit mainstream after that film? I feel like it put him on the spotlight. Probably, yeah. yeah. So this would have this was before, but not much before Superbad and yes, yeah, well, two thousand four or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So two thousand seven, I think Superbad. I think we're going to talk about some notable mentions before we get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I, one of my favourites is uh, one of my favourite films, Clerks. Uh, yes, which the wonderful Kevin Smith made on a very shooting budget. Shot on black and white. I was going to say it was so, the budget was so um, small they couldn't even spring for color. Yeah, well, famously when you when you hear him talk about it, they, when they when Miramax bought the film off him to to, to distribute it, they redid the music because the music was just generic sort of grunge rock stuff. Yeah, and the music budget was twenty five thousand dollars, so it was seven thousand dollars more than the budget more than of the, the actual film. whole film. Yeah, and that was just the first thing that like you know uh, Weinstein did when they took on the took on that movie. That, that's an awesome honorable mention, I have to say, because Clerks is a Fantastic movie. That was one of, the, I think, the ones we were choosing between yeah. when we narrowed it down to these. I, three. I was, I think, almost pleading with you to choose Clerks. Yeah, you were. Because you wanted to watch it again. I kind of last second said something different on air. Yeah. So I was like, I Have you seen Clerks? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I also like talking about the movie Get Out, the newest film. Well, it came out like maybe last year, I think. Mm. And it was like a really weird, eclectic horror. It wasn't yeah. scary, but it was like a suspenseful, turny and twisty thing. It was a very throwback to exploitation films. Correct. And yeah. it had a $4.5 million budget and actually made $230 million. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's a well-acted film. It's got a phenomenal cast. Great cast. It. Predominantly black cast, which is good because, you know, we're starting to be more diverse in film and, mm. you know, oh, look, we can, you know. like Yeah, these actors are actually okay. Yeah, Ooh. oh, look, and you're like, you know, and I always reference the 90s because, you know, in the 90s all these action movies with the Wesley Snipes. Mm. Uh, and it's always funny, me and my friend used to joke about growing up, you never see the black guy kiss the, the white lead. You know what I mean? It's like Wesley Snipes, he never kisses the, the woman who's the white lead. Like, yeah. You know that somewhere a studio is like, oh, can we show you know, interracial <laughs> kissing? Weird. I think they had a great chemistry those two the actor in get out yeah she's great the lead in that she's from girls and i love her in that when he's just like where are my keys where are my keys she's like and she's like oh these keys and you're like oh she's a bad one as well (laughs) spoiler alert by the way (laughs) (laughs) always probably should have gone with the spoiler spoiler alert before the spoiler yeah go back and add the spoiler alert in there (laughs) i'll have to reverse if you haven't seen it by now tough luck it's been out for like a year yeah Yeah, that that is shame by the way he has especially something that's was as big as that and got a lot of hype as that did. Yeah, it's, that the main actor. Rule works done against so much me because I'm so behind the time. Like I'm still catching up from 2007. Have you seen Get Out? I haven't. No. So Get Out's keeping with our theme. Get Out is a part of a, a, a trend of these uh, films. Get Out wasn't one of them, but it kind of was. Um, yeah, the main guy, the making, black guy that film did Black Mirror, and I saw him in Black Mirror before I saw yeah, Get yeah, Out. Yeah, he's so good in Black Mirror. And I think it was a, a growing, growing role. He's gotten a lot better since Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. All the roles a bit more like. Diverse, but also Paranormal Activity too. Yep. Saw Full Monty. Paranormal Activity was huge, wasn't it? That was like yeah. Game. I actually was like really skeptical of a sequel because the movie got a lot of flack and people were like, "Oh, it's not real." And I have a real guilty pleasure with those that series, um, right. but I did give up around the fifth one when it was like the paranormal children of something or other, and yeah. it was like a cult, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm out now." This is from a man who stuck it out for all of the American Pie spin-offs. I, I will stick it out for some rubbish films. <laughs> I mean, I just watched Jurassic Shark recently and I don't Jurassic regret it. Jurassic Shark. Oh, my God. What that is almost that sounds like a porn parody. Yeah. 
It borderline is. It borderline is. There's a part where the, the opening scene is two girls be, um, in bikinis. Uh, of course it is. That's a low budget horror. That's yeah, they're like, oh, we'll go in the lake. And then like, oh, I don't want to go in the lake. I, uh, don't don't laugh at me, but it sounds really weird. I have this fear that like a shark's going to eat me. Wait, the do, they, like, do they bounce uh, we're in a lake. ball between each yep, other? so they get in the lake, yes. waist height. The shark's meant to be this giant shark. Why are we on a podcast? We should be writing bloody movies. Like. Mate, the if, anyone, if anyone on the Sci-Fi Channel is listening, give me a job. Yeah. I will churn out <laughs> fifty of those a day for you. Uh, mm. I'm sure that was low budget, but won't go on to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones so I like are really the, fit into the theme then. <laughs> horror at the moment, where you've got films like Lights Out, where it's um, a small short film that was made for next to nothing, and then all of a sudden it's getting green lit as a as a fifteen to fifteen million dollar film, which in you know in by American standards is, is independent. Yeah. You know, you know, they they gave the guy and the guy and his wife, I believe, who I can't remember his name now. That's going to annoy me. Who made the short film Lights Out, which I highly recommend you go and Google it and watch it. It's funny. It's like thirty seconds. It's quite scary. And they were Sony gave him like ten million bucks. Is it Billy Burke? <laughs> no, I'm no. just looking at it now. No, and then. You know, they made it. And it's like, and then the film makes a hundred something million dollars in its first weekend. Crazy. It's a good return. It's a good return. Ten times return that. the first weekend. And then, you know, what are you going to make on DVDs with little. I mean, mm. who doesn't buy horror DVDs? I mean, that's what's keeping DVD places alive, you know, is people buying, you know, little cult films and mm-hmm. stuff. We need to go back to VHS tapes because. Yeah. If vinyl's anything to go by, everyone's going back for the old tech. <laughs> well, you know, like recently at work, they released a bunch of DVDs in VHS covers. Why? Did they? Yeah, it's like a gimmick. So it looks really cool. It's like the old VHS cover, but it's a DVD inside it's, it. What movies did they do that Oh, for? like Back to the Future, Ghostbusters. Like oh, like retro. To be a true hipster, though, you've got to watch it on 35 mil. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind and <laughs> fast forward and, yeah, God. Other than that, what anything else? I think that was anything else tickle your fancy? jump out. That was my big boat. fat Greek wedding. Oh, really? Uh, that, was, that was massive, wasn't it? Yeah, huge. yeah. That was way bigger than it deserved to be. I don't know. Do you know anyone Italian? Because that shit's realistic. Like, Isn't I mean, it's, it's, it's Greek? Greek, but wog life. Not that I know anything oh, about being a wog. Can we say that? <laughs> I've got some step relatives that are Italian, and it's like being in the Greek movie. Like they're very. I grew up with a couple of Greek uh, brothers, uh, and they had a sister. And yeah, that movie seems scaringly Fun. accurate. Yeah. But they didn't really delve into the like double standards of males and females in Greek families. No, they just sort of pleased right over that. Yeah, yeah. it's very funny. Like uh, <laughs> these boys would be very promiscuous, and the dads would pat them on the back, and yet their daughters they would lock up with a key. You know, mm. very very double standard. I, mm-hmm. I I don't see the problem. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have a daughter or a son. So. <laughs> Actually, I think I'll lock them all up. Yeah, and just lock them all up for the world we live in. All right, like just let them out in ten years, fifteen. Yeah, that's a deal. What should we start with, guys? I think we're starting with the Scary Witch. Excellent. Nineteen ninety nine. What a great time to be set alive. the scene. Oh, Let's. I just do feel this. like I want to party. I yeah. just finished <laughs> high school. I had my license. Nineteen ninety nine. Wow, I just started high school in two thousand. You didn't start high school. Stop it! Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Every time I think you're young, I just don't even understand it. Wow, oh. I was leaving. That hurt my brain, <laughs> like legitimately, then trying to work that out. I'm like, how is she hey, standing here? It's eighteen only... years ago. Let's be real. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, people who were born in two thousand or eighteen now. That. It's not Doesn't right. that no. mess you up? Because <laughs> I think, like, hello to all our <laughs> generally eighteen-year-old fans. Global warming will kill us all. Yeah, I think the nineties was like ten years ago, mm. but it wasn't. No. <laughs> it was twenty. No, it was thirty. Oh, anyway, I really enjoyed nineteen ninety-nine. It was a great summer, probably one of my favorite summers. Um, uh, I won't get into it. <laughs> uh, Runtime: one hour twenty-one minutes. 
Love that, right? You gotta love yeah. an eighty-minute runtime. So this was its budget was sixty k, and it took uh, domestically took in one hundred and forty million and one hundred and eight million foreign. So that's two hundred and forty-eight million in total. Hmm. Two hundred forty-eight million dollars on a sixty thousand dollars investment on a Huge. film that was made twenty years ago. Yep, that's outstanding. You I'll ask, where are these people? Why do they not have careers? I don't know. Is it because they made a terrible movie and the world hates them? Well, for it? all the actors have just pretty much done nothing. Wait, there was actors in this? Yeah, the three the three leads. They're, and they were oh. cast as nobodies at the time. Um, the director and the writers was two blokes. Um, they've done a few things. They went on and did that VHS series, which is pretty good. I've seen a few horrors in that and I like. The Dust or Dawn series, Supernatural. So they've gone on to direct and write a couple of, yeah. I guess, like horror-based TV, TV stuff, shows. Yeah. Nothing exciting, though, which is weird because, yeah, maybe they didn't have a very good deal or they didn't make a lot of money or something. Um, the maybe plot. they're just riding the sweet, sweet gravy train. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They don't need to work. Yeah, it could be the case. Because, I mean, if they got a good cut of that, I mean, 1% of $248 million in 1999. A group of overacting film students venture into some woods to explore the local legend, but end up disappearing, leaving only their camera footage behind. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Can Couple I just of notes. say right off the bat? Yep. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Get it out of your system now. Lame wow. idea. Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with you? It's a pretty common idea though, right? Now, I suggested to you at the end of last episode, set yourself up, ride the wave with this, turn yeah. the lights off. I tried. Get some popcorn. I tried. Oh, mate. Like, I, the best thing about this movie, and I will defend it till the day it dies, was the marketing campaign around it. Well, that's that what was before campaign there was a marketing campaign. Slayed the movie. That's what I think you've got to really, when you're watching this movie and, um, you know, twelve-year-old Megs might not remember this at the time. I wasn't allowed to watch it, guys. Well, this came out, and it, it was, was the thick. first of its kind. And we Correct. just, you know, I was going to say we just got the internet, which we kind of the internet hey, was still relatively. Just got the internet. Dial-up, was, what's up? Yeah. yeah. And the hype around it, and the like, I remember going to the cinema and seeing my friends. Yes. And people in the cinema were like, "Oh, this shit's real!" Like, and it wasn't just take out your smartphone and look at it. This is a time when you were just like, "This shit's real." Yeah. And so people like, and you know, there's no credits. The mm. film, just, I remember the mm. film just starting, mm. you know, just boom, straight to the film. And you're right. like, oh, they, they came up with the caption saying, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. I mean, at the end, there was the credits, but yeah. by that time, you've sort of scared yourself into mm-hmm. all kinds of group. But I, yeah, I remember the people being like, you know, holy shit, this is, this is real footage. You know, these are real yeah. freaked out. Well, that, that was what they tried to build it up to be. Yeah. And I think back then, even the most cynical of people would have taken that on board. So there's a lot of heroes would be like, oh, I wouldn't have fallen for it. Like, and in today's world, you wouldn't because people are far more cynical than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Did, did you just mock me? Is that, am I, is that you I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about? Yeah, there's no way. Oh, you're the guy at the back. I was that guy. Yeah, like, uh, everybody, this is the, this What was real. the marketing campaign you're talking about? Is there anything more in specific than what oh, Wangers is saying? posters, remember? There was there were TV posters. ads. What, the, and, yeah. I, the tree, the stick figure trees? Like, what were they on? In America, the, the they face? had, like, full missing posters they they put oh. out through towns. It, that they, town got they inundated. Built it, they built it up in a way that this was, like, this actually happened. This was a real event. Oh, amazing. Um, and uh, like Shane was saying, yeah. everybody believed it. But okay. it wasn't the case. It's like, that's it's so a fun. movie. They didn't have the internet to fact check. They were just like, yeah. wow. That's it. So when, like. I guess I'm just a born sceptic. Like, yeah, fair enough. I, yeah, I'm not going to swallow what you tell me. So. Mm. Well, that's. Maybe not this time. Maybe I shouldn't have chosen those words. <laughs> oh, um, say hello to your wife for <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, no, I think back then it was very powerful and impactful. And the one, I mean, you said it earlier when we were off, uh, off mic, the, the nausea of the camera movement. Yeah. Like this is real 
This is real handheld footage. These are yeah, these are absolutely. actors being handed cameras. Yeah, and even you know, when they're actually you know, trying to shoot the shots, they're not real good. Yeah, they're not great, and they miss a lot of shots. And um, but there was a few things I read in the IMDb uh, trivia, which I always we always like to have a look in there. Uh, d- the directors gave actors less food each day to try and like you know heighten their experience. I love that. Um, the main actress's mother received sympathy cards from people who thought her daughter was missing actually or dead. Did. Yes. Wow. And it was in the Guinness Book of Records uh, for uh, box office ratio, world records box office ratio. Mm. For every dollar spent on the film, 10931 was made. Oh. <laughs> I've got some wicked factoids. Yeah, go for it. Oh I love my a good God. Megan factoid. I was we so do keen. love a good Megan factoid. So you were talking about where the actors have gone and what they're doing now. Cocaine <laughs> mostly. Well, no. You're close but not quite on. <laughs> oh, oh, ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the main female actress, Heather Donahue. Who is now retired from acting, and she now uh, can you has retire from something you never did? <laughs> Technically, she, she has signed a publishing deal for her debut book, Grow Girl, about her time as a marijuana grower, which was released on January five, two thousand and twelve. And she is writing the coattails of her novel, a marijuana grower. That's so amazing. Good for her. Yeah. And here we go. I'll give her credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> is that before or after the movie? After. Huh. Uh, so the script was a thirty-five page document or outline where the actors were told to improvise the whole film. So basically all the dialogue was natural, organic, Mm. they made it up as they went. But what the best part about it was was the audition process for this movie to be part of the Blair Witch film. They were told nothing to prepare for the movie. They walked into this like setting and there was a like a board of people and they just said to the actors straight up, they go, you've been in jail for nine years, we're the board, why should we let you go? And apparently if you hesitated or didn't have an answer straight off the bat and like dive into like being in the moment, they would just be like, cool, thanks, next. Yep. And just to sort of test their natural... Think um, on your feet. And think on your feet abilities. Respond and quick. Exactly. Um, when they were out in field filming, the movie took exactly eight days to shoot and they were paid $1,000 a day for their time. So I think knowing how much the movie's made as an actor, I think, would you be salty? I don't know. How much? Probably. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's you negotiate well, your contract. Yeah, I was going to say, if That's you didn't true. take a cut of that, you, yeah. yeah. And it's not like they all went on to have marvelous That's why careers. big movie stars so now true. don't take paychecks. You know, Tom yeah. Cruise doesn't take a paycheck on those Mission Impossible movies. He takes 3%. You know? well, wasn't it all just to a Scientology like cult or something? Yeah. Well, Surely there's know. a bit of a back don't, end. Don't uh, talk about it. I'll call me again. <laughs> Um, Scientology. Apparently, the last day of filming. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. The last day of filming of this particular movie was Halloween in 1997. Creepy AF, I reckon. And 19. They finished shooting it in 97. Yes. And it didn't get released till 99. It took them eight months to edit it. Eight months. Must have been a vicious process. Yeah, Mm. they had to go through all the camera footage. Because it was eight days worth of footage, man. It, mm, and down you're to talking manual minutes. 16 mil stuff as well. Yeah. You can't, you know, you wouldn't want to um, uh, produce it all because it would cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah. But you'd just be going I through the reels. They had 60K to work with and yeah. they paid the actors, what, 36 grand or something? What were you saying earlier before we started recording about the actors being left out in the field, like in this place? And I said. Well, I heard at the time that basically the way they got the, the, the true fear out of yeah. them was that they. The um, the writer and director just like 
at night time scared the shit out of them by running yeah. around making noises. Yeah, they would run and around piling with, up the rocks um, and doing it like so. That stuff, like that, was just what I heard. I if you watch the the documentaries and stuff, they would run around. They had little portable boom boxes. Yeah, and so they would have sounds of like little girls little, crying, little and they'd be, they'd run off into the woods mm. and they'd play it. And like the scene where the girl wakes up and the guy's gone, yeah, he actually snuck out and just left because that was the last of his filming. God, this so she woke up and didn't see him. And that's why it's so graphic. Raw. It? The stuff where they're in the tent and mm. there's like touching of the tent. Mm. They didn't know about that. They mm. were just in the tent trying to get to sleep every night. They're just trying to get to sleep, and they would just do they something just to terrorize them. them. And she's yeah. like, "I'm scared to." Keep my eyes open. I'm, I'm scared, scared to close to, them. Yeah. Like, oh I mean, my her God. performance, like at that last, the classic iconic shot of her. The classic yeah. iconic Amy shot of nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nose, nose, nose hairs and, and, and the snot, and like snot. Like down. <laughs> that performance is top shelf. But yeah. it's not a performance. <laughs> no, I she think she's just generally scared. Just said but that's the thing. Like you can't, you can't channel that like mm, no, in a fake setting. Like that to me, it's it's awesome. Because like one of the shots I was reading was. When they first all go running out of the tent screaming and she's chasing after him with the uh, the MC camera, the black and white one, she was supposed to turn to left and you were supposed to see a woman in a, in a bridal dress uh. up on a hill looking down at them and she, you pan up to her quickly. And that's why she she's screamed. She's terrified. Yeah, but she still screamed the line, what the hell was that? You hear her scream yeah, that line? Yeah. That was the line. So I wonder like what else they missed. Yeah, apparently they missed quite a lot from what I've seen and read. They... But do we want to have seen that bridal like outfit? Do no, we... I mean I it's better know to, it's know, better to you know. Is it the witch or is it the you know? I would have liked to have seen a silhouette or a shape or a figure in the last scene where they um, Yeah, I mean, the, I mean that you, gave me the goosebumps. We can't really right talk now. about it as a plot because the ninety percent of the film is in the woods. They get lost, they retrace their steps, they get you know, like, and I, actually, I'll give credit to the remake. In the remake, they have these kids with them, and they get separated, and they meet up with them again. And they're like, "Oh, how long have you been out here?" And they're like, "Oh, a couple of hours." And they're like, "No, it's been like a week." And they're like, "What?" And it's like, "No, no, it's been a week." And it's like, "No, no, we've only been a couple of hours." And there's like this whole time thing it plays with. Okay. The only redeeming quality of each of that film. Oh, it's rubbish. Okay. But yeah, and then I guess the last scene is they find the witch's house. Yeah, that the idea freaked the me end. the hell out. Mm. How did I mean, you not get freaked by that? Because it's not real. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's like saying like you don't get scared by anything. Being in the dark at, in general, I would Horror be Horror movies my don't mind. scare me. Oh, yeah. You're dead inside. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You got like, it. <laughs> I, it can't scare me if I know it's not real. Okay. But then do you find like, um, like serial killer movies and stuff to be a little bit scary when it's a non-supernatural element? No. I do. So you're probably just dead on the inside. I think yeah. I mean, I'm not a Sounds doctor. Right. I don't have any. You don't have any medical but training, but it's probably. There's two things I'm sure of, and one yeah. of those is that I'm dead inside. You're dead inside, yeah. and, no, I, and that's fine. You I'll have take the that. worst case of elephantitis like, testicles I've ever seen. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is the cross I bear. Um, cross but but I'm, bear. I'm that guy at the back of the cinemas in the horror movies and the thriller movies that's Boo. like not booing <laughs> but like groaning like oh, God. that's <laughs> why I've probably me. never seen a horror movie with you in the cinema oh yeah do not with me I'm no, the worst no I don't get scared that's either why I don't watch a but lot I think of I'm just very desensitized to the, the horror and I, the only because I love I watch, the genre so much the only reason I watch that type of movie is for uh, I like the way writers come up with interesting ways for people to die yeah mm-hmm. yeah, and like that type of Thing, but it's not for it's not for the gore. It's not to be scared or like jump scares don't work on me generally. Yep. Because I'm, I'm no emotion. It's just of like thing. seeing yeah. how people die. Yeah. yeah, like a serial killer. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Just coming up with new plans. Yeah, new ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't find this scary uh, at the time. I'm sure I would have when I watched mm. it. I'm sure. I was hoping to get a bit more of a thrill sooner. 
and I forgot how long it takes for that moment I, I, for it to I, peak. I do remember what, 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 you first watch it. Oh, I just love like the last, buzz, yeah. half, last 20 minutes. When they're running through the house, it's quite good where they're you yeah, know, yelling out. And, and when he disappears and she starts squealing, being like, yeah, and then right. he appears Fancy in the corner her. of the room And that's so beautiful. That I love that ending to yeah. me as, as much as this film is not a great film. The ending where, you know, because we're told we learn Ugh. throughout the film all the folklore yeah. and one of the things is, oh, you know, the, one of them has to stand in the corner while the other one gets yeah, beaten to can't, death. can't watch, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. when she gets downstairs, she's like, eh, eh, and he's in the corner and he just like, and then she just gets clubbed yeah. and the camera falls around and you're like. 100% the club. I mean, I yeah, I'd love to have just, oh, fuck. Like that would have been great just to have like, oh, shit, there's I a guy in the corner. I think they could have done a bit more with the old hermit up um, the lady they interviewed, like the older lady that oh, yeah. she'd been up there before or mm. experienced it. Yeah. And they skim over it and they. So, yeah. I don't know. I think they. I think they. Impact. I haven't seen it since I watched it on something. Mm. The sequel, Blair Witch 2. No, no, no dice. I think they deal that a little bit in that. Yeah. And I, I think They're when just, I started getting it's terrible, the by the way, from what I remember. I've seen it once. I have no doubt. It's just got a lot more boob in it, I think. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, they just that's like relevant anthem. how? Well, that's what they do with horrors. They like just add more boob. Yeah, yeah. Naked chicks. Yeah. More blood and more boob. Yeah. Yep. If you need an audience. Don't worry about writing blood. stories yeah. or characters. Scantily clad women. Yeah, boobs yeah. and blood. I loved the scene where they – it lost its momentum for me, but all of a sudden they discovered the stick figures in the trees. Yeah. And I really – I needed that a little bit earlier. I love it. That's when that guy starts to have that real breakdown. Like, I think yes. he's great and he's just like – Screaming for help, and they're yeah. just like, "Hang on a minute, we're just filming these things." He's like, "I hurry, just want to go." Yeah, hurry up! Let's Turn go. Off the camera. Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy's great because the whole time he's just. I reckon those two male characters change character about four times. They do, but they, again, don't we? I don't you all like when you go through this like crazy cycle mm, of emotions and yeah. hunger and like exhaustion and. I don't know. I reckon sleeping. they just they just. By that stage, they'd lost the actors, and the actors had probably lost the control to stay in character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were, were they ever in character though? Well, you could argue, yeah, yeah. You were saying earlier we talked about this like really briefly, but I I noticed an, a natural progression of like, yeah, we're all besties, and we're super excited to be here, and then they start getting agitated when they lost the map, and yeah. then it develops and it changes even again, and the actors at the end of the movie are just not. What who they were at, yeah. at the start, yeah. but you said that it's because they fed them less. Yeah, that was yeah. When they say they fed them less every day, so they're getting a bit hangry. Right? Yeah. yeah, so they were they were you know, delirious. Would, like you know, like I said, that guy they just let him go, mm. and so they didn't tell the other the actress and the other actor that. So that's that he's ridiculous. Gone. Like, I love that. stuff like that that would have been messing with them mentally. So imagine going to bed, you wake up, you know, you're sleeping in this tent. And then you wake up and the guy's gone and you're like, oh, yeah. shit, are we going to talk about and, that? And you're you've like, been scared the previous night. That's yeah. right. Random noises. I yeah, read- and they were minimalist, like from what I said, they were very rarely would they engage with the actors. Yeah. They were just, like you said, they give them a note and they had a goal yeah. to do each day. Like, get I read that they were, got given a GPS tracker so they could like find the, the next instructions, but there was still no interaction with the rest of the like, Yeah, and there was a, would have been a minimal crew as well. Mm. So it would, have been, like, it would have been frustrating for them and that would have, I guess, channeled that performance a little bit better. But knowing is only eight days. I mean, knowing that like humans die after I mean, eleven days of starvation. The good thing is eleven close. days. <laughs> the good thing is, I mean, you, there's I mean, there's no plot to this film. No, mm. so you could just no, film no, out no. in the woods as long as you film the last act. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're fine. The rest it's, of it, it's all about because that there's no scene in the house. It's like you know they get lost. Oh, we walk through this. We walk mm-hmm. through this stream already. Oh, we passed that tree. Yeah. 
And you can just play with that for 60 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. you've done your interview stuff at the start. Mm. Do you guys remember me telling you the story last episode when we were talking about this movie um, about my experience orienteering in the, in the woods yes, at high yes, school? Yes. Uh, well, I just thought about that the whole time watching this movie and just gets like his PTSD like twitches about. <laughs> See, that's why it has a, a, yeah, relate, it a reaction to you. Yeah, And I still have no sense of direction, so that's why I'm 30 and I still freak out about getting lost. If my phone dies, I can't get home. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Blair Witch. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> How dare you judge me. Hey, I, if you talk to my father, he will tell you I've got the worst sense of direction as well, but. He, I can spin him around 14 times. He'll still tell me which way north is. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Input compass. Did you know the tooth that she finds in that wrapped up... Is real human teeth? Real human yeah. teeth. Ew. How much would you lose your mind? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to be in that situation where you And just, the hair is real as well. Yeah, and you're finding all these sticks in the woods. And, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really sinister and I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how you'd react in that... I guess that's what I get out from when I'm watching. Tired, hungry, tired, slightly hungry, freaking out. You've got to sleep in this tent. There's three mm-hmm. of you on top of each other, and it's more like a reality TV show, isn't it? It's like in let's torture these people and see what comes out of them. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost. The finale scene where she's apologizing to the camera with the camera up her nose and stuff, yeah. like that quote that she says is, uh, "This is how we've ended up: hungry, cold, and hunted. What is that? What is that?" What have I written? God, can't even read your own writing. (laughs) I'm scared to close my eyes and I'm too scared to open them. I think that was a piece of resistance. Yeah, it's a nice little cherry on the film there almost. (laughs) Then we cut to black and uh, at the end and we we get credits, which I thought I really want to closure about like when they heard Josh scream, like they heard him a few times Mm. in two separate occasions where the second time he was closer and it felt like they were going to reach him and they they were running up to the house to find him. Is that the ghost of Josh? Yeah, that's right. What happens next? Maybe I don't care. <laughs> Classic. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. So you would not recommend this I film. really hate this movie. I <laughs> Honestly, I, I've seen it twice now. I watched yep. it originally at the cinemas when it came out yep. mm-hmm. and I hated it. Yeah. And I watched it again because you goddamn made me. Yeah, this is what I do. Yeah. And I thought, no, I will go in with an open mind because it's been a long time since it's this movie was made. It's been 20 years. It's been nearly 20 years and I Let's fucking hated it again. You still hated it. I went upstairs watch after watching it. Yes. Yeah. I went upstairs after watching it and I said to Nat, Blair Witch still sucks. And she's like, I know. <laughs> like, I could have told you that. Because she hated it too. <laughs> that's classic. So that's a not recommend uh, from me. I would say recommend. Um, but you're a sadist. A little bit. No, uh, <laughs> I would say I recommend just to see something that was a game changer, something that yeah. changed the face of cinema. It, Whether it be for the better or worse is yeah. still up for debate. It, it did spark it an entire a, subgenre. Yeah, it yeah. opened up, and it, it it got in before the digital revolution as well. Like mm. in terms of guerrilla filmmaking and yeah. and people going out there, and it was a, a great example mm-hmm. of just. And there's plenty of examples of earlier than this. But this one was a big one that you can just go out and make your own content, that you can just go out and tell yeah. a story with your friends in the woods and make something that the world will pay attention to. Correct. Mm. So a that, lot of content places are capitalising on that. Like, yeah. Yeah, online and now journalism. we're saturated with it. Now we have uh, Everyone's content uh, 15-year-old morons with YouTube channels that get yes. paid a million dollars a year yes. to tell them to do. Don't get me started you know, on YouTube Yeah, actors. yeah. Actors. Actors. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, I would recommend it for that reason. Are just you, to was that a it. personal attack at PewDiePie? Oh, look. He look, uh, 
<laughs> I, can quite happily, I can quite happily say I've never seen a single one of his videos. I don't even know videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I say just, it's a crack at parents who are raising um, YouTube babies. Gen, yeah, Generation yeah. Alpha children that they all have the latest gadgets and they're yeah. putting them in front of cameras yeah. with their siblings and doing unboxings of the latest toys. And like, it's a market that companies can't tap into. Or organically, so they pay people to yeah. have that reach, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it's just corrupting things from the core and encouraging this iPad lifestyle and blah blah blah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, anyway, consumerism. Yes. So that's that's a recommend from you. It actually is a complete recommend from me. <laughs> I bloody love this movie, and it's not. I don't recommend it for that exactly, but yeah. hell yes, of course. Yeah, I I just rate it as like it's a it's a piece of art that is a should be a a staple in mm. anyone's movie repertoire to say that they've seen the genre that created the future of like, mm. well, started the yeah, definitely, of horror. Yeah, and that four by three aspect ratio is a goddamn, it's, it's so good. Um, it's I hurt. watched this on a 4K TV and it didn't get any nicer. <laughs> I was like, damn it. The, the four by three aspect ratio is going to hurt the eyes of our younger listeners. Like, yes. what is wrong with the picture? Why does it fill the whole screen? I was, I found myself squinting because I was like, <laughs> that's because your that TV is seventy five no. inches at the end of your bed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's Why is the TV so big? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, a huge thumbs up. I enjoy the ride from start to finish. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't watch this movie. It sucks a whole lot of house. Non recommend. Yep. Two out of three. Mm. What's next? Who Can wants I do to volunteer? Nap- Napoleon, yes. please. Napoleon we're, Dynamite. We're All nominating right. Napoleon. Shut up, Tina. And his dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> so I when I was watching this and Juno, I felt like we've done a huge misservice to our movies that are extremely quotable episode because we yeah. really nailed it with these these yeah. films, this app. Because obviously I think they're more closer to this thing than that. But I was taking my notes as I do when I watch these movies and I didn't stop writing great one-liners that, um, that Napoleon and fucking Pedro say yeah. the whole time and I was like, this is so good. But essentially if you could call it a comedy, Wait, it, it was is. it again? 2000 and oh, I just have to check. I don't remember. 2001, I think. Um, 2004. Well, yeah, it feels earlier. Like to me, yeah. I was looking at it, I was like, is this 80s, 90s? Like, what era is this, 70s? Not even. They reference a lot of like pop culture things in this film, and I was like, that doesn't align. What yeah. is happening? But essentially, it's a one and a half hour movie, which I was very pleased with. It's a perfect, punchy time slot, and it had a budget of $400,000, wow. and it made at the box office $46.1 million. It's done all right for itself. I'm going to open with a factoid for you on a this one. Boat that could go for it. Factoid us. Factoid me in the face. Up front factoid. <laughs> oh, well, just you watch. John Heater is the actor that plays Napoleon. Yes, and he John was Hader. paid $1,000 for this role. Total. Because it was an indie movie that was yeah. launched at the Sundance Film Festival mm. in America. And once it got some mainstream attention from being announced there, yeah. it got. A box office. He earned yeah. every single one of those dollars Legit. in his dance. Do you know he drew every single image of like hand yeah. illustrations, yeah. including the credits, including the like anything that had illustrations and the picture of that girl's face, Trisha's face. He drew that except not the unicorn. That's the only one, including that like what was the tiger lion thing? The liger. Liger. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I yes. I just thought. When I when the credits started rolling in this, it's just 
such a work of art. It's there were the opening title sequences are fantastic. I forgot agreed. about how it's just all the Midwest American food. Yeah, like the nuggets, like yeah, the little the golden weird shit you wouldn't. Yeah. It's got, I assume it's a Midwest cuisine. And they incorporate like people's names in the items of the food and yeah, household items yeah. in a really cute way. It's yeah. just really charming. And you've got, I mean, the soundtrack could not be any more indie if it tried. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. Fashion. But the dynamic. That's the thing. You don't even like. I don't think, and I watched it a second time, thinking, keep this in mind. When was this film set? I can't. Like, even I don't tell think you. it tells you the time period. It doesn't. doesn't. I mean, he's and wearing moon boots for the bulk of you know, I need those moon boots. A, yeah, there's not a lot of um, time. Because you could, I could say this movie set in the '90s, and you probably yeah, couldn't correct. define me. Could you? I did my hair like Deb every day in primary school. The yeah. side ponytail combed through. So what was that, that was about? Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah, two thousand seventeen. I'm just trying to get a time by him. Yes. But essentially, I guess if you had to nutshell an elevator pitch this movie, it's like a high school setting where... I have the perfect... Can you please yes. save me from mumbling? Each other. It is live action Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> wow, that is pretty close. <laughs> that is like, that, That's great. The whole time I was sitting there, I'm like, this is just a long mm-hmm. live action episode of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. There's also a lot of teen angst and a lot of like yeah. misunderstanding of feelings and being shitty at this like Uncle Rico who's hurting his whole life just by being in it and he has a high school crush and <laughs> she gets him and he gets so her the but they don't though, acknowledge it till the end. And it's just a classic coming of age story. Thank like, you. There's no plot there I guess other than, you know, he meets Pedro, they become friends and their experience grows from that. But like watching it the second time I was like, are we meant to think there's something wrong with him? That's there right. has to be something. Is he wrong with like it? learning disabled? Like, mm. is, there, is he autistic? Like, if this movie was made now, they would make a big. And they deal didn't about even it. touch on that. So the whole well, time I, I was left is. wondering like, if I they. I keep thinking would. he is, but then his brother's the same as him, and his uncles. Maybe they're just a weird unit. Yes. Like they're just That's weird units. They don't have labels. Like, yeah, you know, like when they you know, they eat steaks, all they do is eat steaks. And yeah. every time he's frustrated, he just runs off in that. Undeniable flailing. fashion. Yeah, flailing. Yeah, yeah. Flailing is a very good word for it. Yes. Fast flailing. He just doesn't even break a sweat. It's actually phenomenal. It's like set in scorching summer and they're all wearing like, wait, what is that game that he plays on the stick with the ball on the rope? Oh, yeah. What's that Tether called? Ball. Tether, Tether ball. ball, yeah. You want to play me? It's like the weirdest no. shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. They have like a high school prom and then there's like all the angst of like who to ask him when he I mean, Even just when he meets Pedro, like... <laughs> <laughs> when he's uh, they're eating at the cafeteria, a really early scene, and he's like, "Are you gonna eat your tots?" The yes, oh tots. my god! He's like, "No," and he just takes some scoops them out and then puts them in his pocket. pocket. Okay, he's listen, in then later fuck? on, he's on the swing and he's just he's eating yeah. And then he's like, the guy in his class was like, "Can I have a tater tot?" And he's like, "No, God!" Own, and yeah. then he kicks him in the in the leg and squishes him into his pockets. And I was like, "That's great," but I actually have to tell you, listeners, right now, the Wangers has cargo shorts on, and they look like they could be filled with tater tots. Uh, are your pockets full of tater tots? Full tater tots or are you just <laughs> I wish they were full of tater tots right now. <laughs> tater tots need tomato sauce, and that's logistically really impossible. <laughs> yeah. That's what my back pockets for. Yeah, Ooh. tomato sauce. <laughs> Uh, um, the whole Diedrich Batter thing, which is weird. I don't know why he's in this film, but it's perfect. I love him. And he's perfect in it. I and his like outfit, what am I wearing? I'm wearing the American flag, you know, yeah. in his pants. That whole scene doesn't <laughs> just seem, it just, you know, but he's, I like him as an actor. I just like him. Great. Yeah. It brings that whole, like, because his brother's so great. He's like, you know, when he gets home, I think we must have said that all the time. Like, oh, what have you been up to? 
I've just been at home talking to hot babes on the internet for like yes, two hours. Yes, I love that. Like, that was guys, our response to anyone. Did you guys ever use chat rooms to? when you were in high school? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Chat rooms rocked. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't have the chat rooms when we were in high school, but after high school. After yeah. high school. Yeah. But I was chained to girls in high school, so that counts, mm-hmm. right? No, it doesn't. Oh, God. Yeah. Look at my search history. There were still chat rooms when I was in high school. Yeah, there was. You're right. There was uh, Merck was the big one. Yeah. Yeah, ICQ. ICQ. ICQ, yeah. yeah all ICQ chat. Messenger. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, Messenger was the future. That had an <laughs> emoji yeah. life. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, but we're digressing. Literally, I think I felt like every scene in this movie was short, succinct, and punchy. There was no yeah. wastage. It was literally like That's why this film can get away with being about nothing. Correct. And the it film's did. about nothing, but it gets literally away with it because you're happens. right, it's short, it's punchy, it's boom. Mm-hmm. Every scene is like under two minutes. Like mm-hmm. it feels like it just barrels through. I, I wondered like while I was sitting there watching, I tried to imagine myself saying the lines of either Pedro or Napoleon to each other and not using a facial expression or a hand motion to talk. I don't know how they didn't crack each other up all the time. Like yeah, some of the dry answers they give. This yeah. <laughs> is like Pedro has no expression whatsoever. No, oh, he doesn't tone miss of a voice. Beat. Hey, are you feeling okay? Yes. Remember the yeah. only time you see him, and which I think is specifically beautiful, is at the end, and he's looking down at his cake, and his brothers oh, come behind him, Mexican and the picnic table with his Mexican family, yeah. and he's just smiling. He's looking at the cake with a uh-huh. big smile, and you're like. Oh, like he can smile. Like Even his presidential speech wasn't that exciting. Oh, yeah. I wanted more from that, but it was pretty endearing. Hmm. Another factoid. Did you know that Deb, whose name is Tina Marino, Majorino? Yes, she's on the movie. Actually helped yeah. choreograph Napoleon's famous dance scene with drawing inspiration from NSYNC and Michael Jackson. There you go. Yeah. There's the dance scene, I mean, moves in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the dance scene alone is worth the ticket of admission here. That, it is. That makes the movie And it for makes me. me want to go on Etsy and buy it, Vote for Pedro, vote for Pedro. right now. You know, in 2004 oh, when God. this movie was made, if you, if you were faux indie um, hip commercial, yeah. you had a Vote for Pedro t-shirt. I'm going to get one. I'm going to go to the nightclubs wearing it, you know. just That was the done back. thing. Yeah. You, you, used, like, you think you were being cool and hip by wearing a Vote for no. Pedro mm-hmm. t-shirt and then you bump into four other dudes wearing it. I went to Japan earlier this year and everyone was wearing those pedo glasses everywhere. They're all plastic framed. No one has needs glasses in Japan. They're all smart, but they that is everywhere. It's mm. like the in thing, the circle Harry Potter style or pedo. It's just weird. They're before the times or Trends. bringing the 90s back. Yeah. Mm. Trends, swings and roundabouts. I never had a vote for Pedro t-shirt, by the way. <laughs> Shane did, though. He loved it. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> sure did. You thought you were cool. I had happy pants, so pretty close. Yeah. Do you guys have a t shirt as well. <laughs> I need them. I've got about 50 pairs of slippers, but nothing like those. But see, that's like a scorching summer day and he still wears them. It creeps me out. He'd be sweaty AF. It's not really like that sort of thing. And shout out to their grandma because she's the mum of Mac in the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, which is hilarious. Really? Show. And she's badass. She's great. She she has an accident riding a driving a dune buggy off the top <laughs> yeah. of her engine. That was a great which stat. Is like Uncle Rico. <laughs> Airborne. <laughs> yeah. I like when they're eating steaks and they're talking about uh, bitches. You know, his little his brother always talking about bitches like he's a gangster rapper. Mm-hmm. And then Napoleon's driving up and he's talking about how he used to play football and he gets his steak and he throws it yes. and he goes, this is place. <laughs> he's like, oh God. And then I love that eventual storyline. Uh, with, with the large black lady mm-hmm. being his girlfriend and it's like and he starts dressing like a gangster. It's just, oh, my God, it's what's so her funny. name? It's like, fuck. fuck yeah, she's got a great name. LaFonda? Yes, oh, my God, that's so great. My absolute favourite quote 
was the scene where Uncle Rico is getting his modelling shots taken for his new business <laughs> and she's like stared at the barrel of the camera like there's seahorses floating around your head and his facial expression just goes into this like beautiful starry uh, eye. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. He's like, oh, what have I written here? They're just, I, it's just crazy. I just loved it. He and was maybe, great. He was great. Yeah, really good. Uncle Rico was a good addition to the family. Mm-hmm. But I think the one of the most famous quotes from the movie is that Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner like to the llama in the paddock, which incidentally is owned by the director of the movie who actually owns the, the llama or whatever it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was very mean to that llama for no reason. Yeah, he just like chucked food at it. He took mm. out a lot of his pent-up teenage angst. Mm. He did. But what about like when his brother asked him if it would be nice if you could pull me into town in his rollerblades while he yeah, and bikes then he does. him into sit in. He bikes him into town. And then yeah. they both sit in for the self-defence class. With it hanging their heads in shame when yeah. the teacher like <laughs> bashes them up in front of everybody. It's like, what a rip-off. <laughs> then he pulls him home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. Like they lead a charmed life, don't they? Oh, yeah. He's got a sweet bicycle and his brother's got these rad rollerblades. <laughs> sweet bicycle. We haven't talked about the deaf hand sign Oh, happy hands? Is that what they were called? Happy hands? Love is a flower. That's so weird, that old scene. There's like six women <laughs> in a row reciting a poem while sign languaging it to yeah, the class. Yeah, but then the girl... I love the, the, the bully and he's in the front row. He's just laughing. Like he's <laughs> almost beyond the point of being a bully now. And then Napoleon does this like leg thing where he like puts his leg out yeah, and really gets into he it. He kind of flares it out yeah. other than everyone else does. <laughs> but then the presidency um, scene at the end where the main girl, Summer, like... Vote for summer. Oh, yeah. And like they do the sign language dance again in the, like the skimpy outfits. And I was like, this is not a thing. Like, yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I way preferred Napoleon's dance to their mm. hand signing business. Amazing. Really, really talented dude. Jumiroquai, was it? Yeah. Yes. Can't heat. Can't heat. Classic. You know this boogie is for real. You know this boogie is for real. Oh, and that weird scene where they're doing getting money from working in Caged chicken farm, and they yeah. drink oh, yeah. egg yolk. It's this whole movie has things like that. Like, You're like, what? It's like capturing nothing, snapshots of nothing's like connected. Life. Mm. It's just like yeah. random shit chucked together. It's just yes. trying to give you Stirred a feel up. of what this was like in this uh, mm-hmm. nondescript time mm. and era and place. There you go. Say my two favorite bits, which are probably <laughs> the only parts that I enjoyed, was his dance. I liked his dance. Mm-hmm. And when him and Rico have a fight and he elbows him in the chest and then he runs off and he jumps the fence and then he just falls flat yeah, on his face on the other side. It. That would have been natural. Laughed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but otherwise the rest of it I was kind of just like, meh. Oh, that's a have shame. you seen it? When was the last time you'd seen it? Oh, I yeah. don't think I'd ever seen it. Oh, oh really? Okay. So there you go. Wow. So I, I missed this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd seen it um, Yeah, since it came out. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would throw it a recommend. I think for me to enjoy it, I'd probably have to be three quarters to one and three quarters baked. Yeah, yeah. you have to be I'm baked. I wasn't baked, but I just... I think you were. I definitely wasn't. No. I I love this movie so much and I'm going to try and make it a life goal to utilise every single quote in this movie in my day-to-day life. Mm. Heck yes, I did. I will. And I need it. That's what you should do for your birthday party is have a Napoleon Dynamite themed. Theme? <laughs> Imagine that as a theme in a party. And borders on like what – no one knows what era this is and it'll just be like a no, weird – Just imagine the food that you put out and the people costumes people come dressed in. You have to just like put out massive slabs of like bloody steaks. Oh, God. Yeah, everyone will come for sure. And then people will just start throwing them at each other. 
Yep. Well, um, yeah, I would recommend just based on the fact that um, it's a different film to it. You know, it's very mm. different. Um, it's a shame they didn't go on to do more stuff like Jared has. hasn't really done too much. And um, it was I mean, very, he got a big opportunity. He did a few movies after that, didn't he? Bench warmers and it was mm. very sparse. But like, it was the same was, thing. There like wasn't much cast. around the dialogue. Like the dialogue mm. was there, and there wasn't really there wasn't really any music in nah. the. Like there wasn't any but atmosphere. I think, I think that's kind of the point. The co- yeah, it's the idea. Yeah. It, it just it, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't gel with me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but it's worth watching. I think just to see something different. Mm. See now, like. John Heater, he's now had like his teeth done. He's got laser eye surgery, and his hair is an orange. And his chin implant. His yeah, chin implant. I say nose like, nose job. He's got, got a picture of him there. Big cheeks. Yeah, he's had. He's been Americanized. He's been Americanized. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But you barely recognise him, eh? Yeah. So I, I was just. I can't remember absolutely. what I saw him in last. He's an actor slash producer. Oh, oh I've seen him in something. Oh, wow. His yeah, look at those teeth. Now his skin's the perfect. The pearly white. I would also say he's brunette, but now for personal life, he's married. Corbin. Why was that phone in your gallery and not on the internet? <laughs> it's weird that he doesn't have a shirt on. Though. And why is he naked? He's religious. He has a brother and father. Good. Hello, uh, brother. Two sons. Let's okay. see. So, is this your podcast where we stalk celebrities? <laughs> Apparently, it is. Was that a recommend from you, Megan? I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'd say, judging by her stalking pace, I would say that is a recommend. I'm quick. I'm very quick. Um, <laughs> double thumbs up, guys. Brag about oh, is that what makes you quick? <laughs> what? Oh God! Blades of Glory. There you go. That's pro- yes. But he was still. I think he still had his Napoleon Dynamite. Look he in definitely that. was. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I'm thinking. What have I seen him in where he looked like that? I feel like I saw him in something, mm. and it was weird. It was like, why is this guy trying to be a leading man? You are not. Mm. Like that, you should not be leading. I'll give it a half recommend with a brownie. Like oh. a, <laughs> a brownie. Yep. Okay. So you got to. What does that mean exactly? Like eat be your, high. Yeah, eat, eat your brownie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then go watch this. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it being clever. I just don't think you picked up on the drug reference. I just think it's a terrible film to recommend for a brownie because a brownie, first of all, sounds like watch it while you're having anal sex. That's <laughs> oh, the first that, thought I That's had. where you go. That's where I thought you were like. Wow. I kind of half recommend. Okay, I wouldn't call this a hangover <laughs> movie. I'd call it an anal sex movie. <laughs> Everyone knows you can't. Um, you can't do a brownie with a halfer. And if you're going to do a brownie, you watch Mars Attacks, all right? Like if, <laughs> that's the movie you watch with a brownie. No. That will blow your mind. Oh, I'm wow. just standing here <laughs> feeling uncomfortable. What, is, is that it the drugs or the anal up? sex? Which one was it? Mars Attacks, actually. All yeah. oh, right, yeah. Mars Attacks made you uncomfortable. Tom Jones, come on. Uh, all right. Unusual. Well, let's dive into uh, let's, yours. Let's finish off on a high. Let's do a bit of freeze or, frame. All the feels. I cried watching Juno again. Mm. Tears. Yeah, I found I it. Really My eyes leaked. It was weird. I found it a little bit irritating. It must be hard Jesus. just being so emotional all, all the, the time. time as a female. Yeah. All right. <laughs> day to day. Hold fire, Shane. Hold fire, because I fucking hated your movie. So you're allowed yeah, okay, to hate fair mine. Enough. Um, Wait, so, is there been a movie I've chosen that you've been like, that was great? Yeah, all the time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, all I, right, I'm, right. I'm not going to have a go. I, I, I love Juno. I own Juno. I, this is. I watched this on my Blu-ray copy of it. So that'll at least give you a sneak peek into Thank what you. my recommendation mm-hmm. was. Searchlight pictures for no, it was nine ninety eight with twenty percent off. Um, so two thousand seven, hour thirty six, bang right in the hitting Love zone. That magic spot, ninety minutes. A comedy about growing up 
and the bumps along the way. Mm. <laughs> what a zinger. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this has got the highest budget of them all, being a, you know, kind of an indie studio film of seven and a half million. Yeah. Um, so we've got Alan Page as Juno, Michael Cera as Paulie Bleeker, Jennifer Garner, Jason Bateman, Alison Janney, and J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Here's me cheering on Alison Janney. Yay. Yeah, Alison Janney too. Loves she her. is good. Every, they're, they're good together. Every line of dialogue out of her mouth is spectacular. Mm-hmm. In this Sometimes film, yeah. in other films, she's not great. But and you're this allergic was to dogs. Right on the knocker. Yeah. yeah, really good. This dialogue is sharp, uh, <clears throat> yes. well written dialogue. Yes. But in some degrees, it's also quite irritating to me. To you. But because I it's like that. looking at yourself in a mirror because you are Paulie Bleeker, the awkward teenage boy. <laughs> <What>? True. <laughs> yes. That's, no. that's, that's, that's just because you in high school. Just because you watch my pork sword bounce in my shorts, <laughs> that doesn't make me Paulie Bleeker. <laughs> that was you in high school? No, it's more I her no dialogue. was you in high school. It's too sharp and too clean, but I really guiltily enjoy it. Same. Like, I'm sorry, by the power of Skull when she's about to give birth. And yeah. Everything's too sharp and yeah. too well written. But I, I don't But it's that. good. I like it. And yeah. Diablo Cody, who wrote this, went on to do Jennifer's yes. Body, which I also guiltily like, which I know I sh- yeah, That's me. Well, so why do you like this film? And it's like, well, I do. You know. But, yeah. There's it's, no judging here. Once you get past it, but the first 15 minutes, your home skillet and all that scene, yeah. you really got to – you got to just let it wash over you. Yeah. You got. It's like when we saw the disaster artist, and the first five ten minutes is just Franco making fun of him, and you're like, no, no, let it wash over. <laughs> that's happen. this is what we're happening. Yeah. That's the same experience for me. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, that's three. Like they're almost talking another language. Yeah. That's three three swings at the. I just drunk two liters of Sunny D, and you know I got. Yeah. The, um. So yeah, once I got past the the. Fancy dialogue, which I do like, and it's a well written. It's very well written, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's good because she kind of pokes like later on with J.K. Simmons when she's like, "Oh, Dad, I've got a problem," and he's like, "Well, I hope you're not dating, you know, because that, you know, what do you kids say? Tore up from the floor up." And I was like, <laughs> Fucking boom! Like hearing J.K. Simmons yes. say that—that that was one of his best scenes in this movie. Yeah. He's fantastic in yes. this, and so is Alison Janney as his the, pa- the parents. parents are spectacular. Mm-hmm. So wait, what did it make? Seventy-seven. It was made for seven and a half million. Yeah. Um, total gross global was two hundred and thirty. Yeah, that's fucking pretty good. That's a good return. That's pretty still. good. I mean, it's no Blair Witch. And the good thing is, you can't spurn a sequel out of this. Really? No. It'd be very hard. To- you should have to get knocked up again. <laughs> and thank God the director's like was uh, uh, Ryman, uh, Jason, Jason Ryman. Ryman. Yeah. So yeah, thank God he's a director with some clout, so he could mm. have easily said no. Mm. I can make other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Plot. I. Oh, you want a plot? Okay. Please. So faced with an unplanned pregnancy, an offbeat young woman makes an unusual decision regarding her unborn child. Mm. So the original plan was, like, it wasn't even really talked about as an abortion. No. But the original plan was, because she calls her friend and tells her, and she's women like, well, are you going here or are you going women now? She goes, I think I'm going to go to women now because they're for, like, yeah. women now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was so blasé. That quote got me in and all in. Like, that was, like, the opening. <laughs> so and I was like, yes. It's and she's talking on a hamburger See, that's, phone. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where I, I'm so torn on it because I'm like, oh, it's so cool with a hamburger phone. But then I'm like, that is actually pretty I really cool. like <laughs> it. See, because I it was ironic the at the phone. time because in 2007 like, – yeah. Hamburger phones were not a thing. Yeah. They I, were a thing guess, in 1997. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And I remember being really young and wanting a phone in my room. And Was it made out of a hamburger? That was in vogue at the time, but also there was clear phones. Remember oh, they were like. sweet. Yeah, like, you oh, know, they, they have flashing yeah. lights in them yeah. when flashing they rang. Yes. 100%. Yeah, it was either yes. that or the clear phone. 
But apparently, since the release of this movie, I got really excited about the clear phone. The hamburger phone sales increased by over seven hundred and sixty percent after it appeared in the movie. There's probably some like lame wad hipster hands-free kit you can plug into your iPhone. X oh, there is as a as a there hamburger. Yeah, I think Dangerfield tell them guys get onto it. <laughs> so, you're welcome. Plug, plug, ching. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like the mis misquote of Morgan Freeman. He was never in the Bone Collector. Ooh. That was Denzel Washington. Weird. Because when she calls her and she's like, I'm collecting things. So, what are you, Morgan Freeman? It's like, yeah, I'm here to collect bones. Yes. Like, oh. Good pickup. Oh, yeah. That's actually a really good factoid. Yeah, it's not I didn't pick that up until you said that. Like I'm like, hey, yeah. I remember being annoyed about it originally. Yeah, <laughs> it's annoyed you again. <laughs> <laughs> and then it reared its ugly head 20 years later. So I'm obsessed with Juno. I wish I was as cool as her. She's pretty cool. Yes. Ellen Page is awesome. So I'm actually not even that cool today. I haven't even grown into that level of awesomeness. <laughs> Even after seeing the movie so many years ago, you haven't? <laughs> nope. Do you have to try really hard, actually? Really? <laughs> oh, so cute. She's a good, interesting character and she's nice and complex. Like, you know, when mm. she's, when she's doing really shit with sensible. the adopter, when she's doing shit with Jason Bateman character, yeah. she knows she's doing wrong. Correct. Yeah. What she's doing is not right and she yes. shouldn't be going around there and spending time with. But I'm making the phone call to see but how she is. likes him. Yeah. And, you know, she is the woman that takes the road least traveled, do you know what mm. I mean? Because that's her character. And, mm hmm. We get that from her and her friends and her family. I just like what, like that whole opening, you know, twenty minutes. So, like, you've got the whole that started on a couch, and she's just yeah. standing there looking at it, drinking this giant yeah, gallon yeah, bottle yeah, of yeah. juice. The couch, and then the later on, it's all set up on on Bleak's um, front yeah, lawn, and yeah. she's smoking a pipe, and yeah, it's yeah. just really yeah, like it's completely weird, but really cool. And he's an avid runner. Yeah. Um, which is the uh, pork sword reference uh, earlier joke I made. Yes. People who hadn't seen the film, that's one of the things she's quite – she watches all these runners go by and she's like, what she say? Like, I, I never notice the boys. I hate when they go running because all I can see is their pork swords bouncing in their shorts. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Which apparently they um, they rigged up little uh, balls, literally, in the in the guy's uh, what, to make waistbands to make it look like they had a thing <laughs> slapping <was> there. <laughs> So yeah, fake pork sword slapping. And then she says, the first thing she says to him is, "I, I like shorts. The color really pops." Yeah, and he's so dry. Oh, yeah, I think my mum mum uses, uses like, color safe bleach. Color safe bleach. Yeah. He's so dry. Uh, he, like, it's great. If, if you ever need deadpan anywhere, give mm. that man a call. Yeah, Apparently, that's why I love it when they tell when she eventually tells the parents, and they're like, you know, we, we're shocked. You know, you know they know leave the room. Who's the and father? Then, yeah, the dad yeah. says at the end, oh, "I didn't know he had it in him." And yeah. then your friend's like, "Tell you right." Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> And then have that scene being like, oh, like Olivia Thrillby, her friend, I should say, the yeah. actress as well. It's like, really I'm rude. Gonna, yeah. I'm gonna when I see that bleaker kid, I'm gonna punch him in the wiener. I <laughs> 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 love that line. That's yeah. why at the end when he walks in, you kind of like, is he gonna punch him in the wiener? Yeah, I, I really want to see him get this punched in the wiener. <laughs> I I love the dynamic that Juno had with her friend at school, but I think it was funny how she never once considered, uh, what's his name. In the movie, his his feelings about the adoption situation. Yeah, they never yeah. address that, and I feel like if they had, I think they could have had the happy ending that the movie did. They, yeah, they never really had a a true conversation about no. what was happening. Never. But I think it also really well, like it frames how stupid teenage boys are. Correct. Yeah. Like I think it's the perfect snapshot. If you're ever wondering, if he you're was a like teenage girl. And you ever wonder what's going through a teenage boy's mind? Mm -hmm. Watch this because that's exactly what's going through. Agreed. He has no idea. And even when the baby was born, she's like, "Yeah, he didn't really want to see the baby when it was born in the in yeah. the cot. He just didn't 
wasn't there for the Is birth. that the part that gets it you when absent. he hops into bed with her and yeah. they have a little cuddle? Is that yeah. what pulls on your heartstrings? Well, it was mostly like from that point on, like the rest of it. Because yeah. like then the couple, like Jason Bateman and Jennifer, whatever her name is. Yeah, like they, they separate and it's very unclear. Like it's not. Mm. And how she just cries being like, no, I wanted this baby to have a perfect life and they... She still ends up giving the baby to her, and it's just really. I like the I know. you know when they're talking about on in the nursery they like in, on this wall we'll put a family portrait up, and it ends up being the um, the doctor bill that Juno had written on the back of ah. um, I'm still in if you are or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that that became that was the place for the family portrait now because she's funny gone into a broken home essentially. You mentioned away. that hundred percent, and then when yeah. he's like, oh, it's too early to paint the baby's room. Yeah, I, that just he was for me he then. was never. Excited. It was really good Bateman to do as well because usually he's missed a nice guy. I agree. So getting to play the prick a little bit was good. It was like yeah. a nice little bit of cast. But also but that one that has like a weird, he's too funny, he tries too hard to be hilarious yeah. and this was like not the right room yeah. for that. Yeah. But he, was, he played yeah. detached yeah. really well, I thought. Really like he well. Was, he was never engaged with it at all. No, he was yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah. Oh, she okay. bought a photograph mm. over. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Did, oh. you ha- you, did you have some factoids for us, Megan? I do. Oh, look ready? out. Boom. Yeah, go for it. Insert the graphic sound here. Beautiful opening sequence of the rotoscoping opening credits. You know, when she's walking yeah, from. What's the song that's playing? Can I just mention the soundtrack? I bought this soundtrack with this weekend. I actually went on Spotify it's after such I watched a the movie. soundtrack, but it's like brilliant. The main song where they both play guitar into it, I'm yeah. like, that's going to be my wedding song, man. Like, that is so beautiful. I'm just like, Are you going to sing it? No. You, should, oh, oh, you, you, you and James people? should absolutely do a duet yeah. at your wedding. <laughs> Neither is it's a good idol talented. song as well, I but think. But it's, it's not a difficult song to sing. There's literally no Those melody skills. in it. <laughs> I love that. I'll make a call. Done. Sure, but apparently it took over eight months to create with over 900 hand-cut images to complete. Shite. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool little way to open the movie. Like it was perfect. Pro- sets the tone. And that seat that she sits in in front of the lawn with the OJ... Walking yeah. through the orange juice to the supermarket. Oh, we didn't talk about Dwight, the one that was Dwight, like yeah, the, home skillet. Yeah. <laughs> home skillet. He's in it for like two seconds. Yes, his just, lines are great. Everyone in this just, movie is like really he good. Just put, he rolls in, he punches out a few lines, gets mm-hmm. a few chuckles. I think he's leaves. good friends with uh, 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 um, Michael Sarah Reitman. Uh, Reitman, the director. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Sarah couldn't actually eat a mouthful of Tic Tacs and then say his lines, so he ended up just putting the box in his mouth and pretending to eat them. I do like that one. Yeah. Um, do you know what else this movie did? Mm-hmm. What else? I'm just going to break into Megan's factoid segment. Okay. Do it. 100%. It was actually the highest. Factoid break in. It was the highest grossing <laughs> film of all of the best doctor, uh, best picture Oscar noms in 2008 as well. Wow. Oh, yeah, for like for like a, like a little indie kind of film yeah. um, to be the highest grossing film. That must be mm. just a big slap in the. Hollywood studio face. Well, they hate that, right? Yeah. So it premiered at Toronto International Film Festival and received a standing ovation, 2007. As it should. Yeah. Um, it was the first film released by Fox Searchlight Pictures to gross $100 million at the box office. <laughs> million dollars. One million dollars. Yeah. Um, my favourite part of all, and, you know, take notes, Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner dropped her A-list salary yes, to a percentage point agreement for Juno when it was expected to be small. And low grossing, she ended up making the biggest paycheck of her career. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because she would have been probably 10, 15 at that point in her career. 10, 15 million paycheck. She would have got way more than that. Agreed. Like she just done Alias and was hitting yeah, a stride. They would have thought, oh, yeah. this is a little indie. Give her like 5%. You know. <laughs> yeah. Good well call. Good on her. Take notes, Mark Hamill. That's how it's done. We yeah. haven't really talked we about how great Ellen taken. Page is either. 
Ellen Page is spectacular. She's awesome. So I watched this and then I got a bit of an Ellen Page. You went on a lot of binge. Fever. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. yeah. So so I went to as a fever as more cowbell. Candy. No X-Men? Um, no, no, because nope. those movies are horrible. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, right. I don't know why you came in with X-Men. Don't <laughs> I just you know love how it. he feels about it? <laughs> uh, except the exception of First Class. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any of those modern uh, ones made by those um, mm-hmm. human beings, I guess, is the word we'll use to you describe gonna, those yeah, directors. You were going to call them something else. Yeah. Six months after Juno came out, she was rated FHM's sexiest woman in the world, on number 86 on oh, the list. Okay. On the list, but to even make the list, she just seems like a cool cat. Yes, she's always seemed to like she does interesting projects. Like she diversifies a little bit. Like mm-hmm. she does a big budget film like X Men. She's then, done a lot of mocap, motion capture yeah. video games like Beyond Two Souls. Does uh, she's on? Um, I got her on Facebook, and she's always mm-hmm. like posting. Now she's in the latest things. Uncharted. Oh, sorry, Last of Us. Last of Us. Oh, Uncharted. No, I think it's Last of Us. Super exciting, killing it, and yeah. Star Wars, nope. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just randomly scrolling Star over there. Star Wars. In, on February 14, 2014, she came out as gay during a speech at a human rights campaign oh, in Las Vegas. On Facebook with her girlfriend. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. It might do that. Slaying it, yeah. It's a definite recommend for me. Yeah. It's gorgeous. The whole tone is beautiful. It's just... Heartwarming, and the fact that her parents never leave her side through such turbulent topics where it could you know tear relationships apart. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it too. I highly recommend. It's mm-hmm. a, it's I think a really teary eyed though. I thought this was no, going to get me. It's you know not me, a teary I'm, movie. Mm, it's no, not. It, it just got me. You, you cry. I tear up at anything. You cry at leaves falling off trees. Well, so. how do those leaves feel about falling off the trees? They love it. Wow, it's, uh, it's fulfilling it's so their life's purpose. They got to do what they wanted to. See what I mean? I can't take them anywhere. Yeah, usually those these kind of movies will hit me with the. In the heartstrings, yeah, hit you with yeah. the feel stick. Mm-hmm. No, I just really like. I it. just watched the new season of Orange Is the New Black. That thing set me off like a hurricane. I only watched the first four episodes. Oh, the, la- the last episode, I was just born like a I'm baby. I'm so done with that show. Oh really? I'm just of Ruby Rose. It gets better once she leaves. Good. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. back on topic. <laughs> um, I I really like this movie. Is Clever to me, but I like the way um, everything kind of fits together. So I like the way her parents are with her finding out that she's pregnant because I think that would like kind of destroy you as a parent. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like I like how Michael Sarah plays a clueless teenage boy because I don't think any like you no, could he never does it well. you could never find anyone else to portray a teenage boy more accurately than he yeah. what he's done. Um, and just her whole persona is awesome. I it's love so everything great. about it. So. Yeah. I just want to be around her, just for like hang out. You know, it'd be so easy and relaxed and hilarious. Just be in her vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> make it extra cooler. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Recommend for me. I well, will obviously. give myself two thumbs up for this one. <laughs> you're giving, you're putting two thumbs up yourself. Two thumbs up recommend. myself. Recommend. Yeah. That was three recommends for me. Did we, did we all get a recommend out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. You, you're like dreamily looking back at it now. Yeah, I'm so definitely like replaying it in my reflecting. mind. Just like you're about to tear up. <laughs> you're thinking about the movie, aren't you? Yeah. Just the room where they were hanging out, and she's like, "Oh, you, she gave you a room in your whole house, one room for all, for your, all your stuff." Yeah. yeah, and the rest of it's in the basement. I'm just remembering that, like, is that her last Paul guitar? <laughs> oh, like that whole bonding scene, so nice. Yeah. yeah, if you're married to a woman like that, you're married to the wrong person. Just a side note. Mm. 
Your wife I'm should, afraid of becoming like a. Your wife shouldn't want to change who you are because uh, otherwise, why did they marry you in the first place? <laughs> Fair, very accurate. There you go. That's uh, Lappy's life tips for this episode. <laughs> Do you know how many thousands of millions of marriages could be saved if people actually took that advice? Like all people, of them. I know, because people take years to realise that. Oh, yeah. shit, no, I didn't really like this person, but Absolutely. I thought I could change them. Mm. You can't. To accept them for who they are, people. Yeah. That's, mm. I mean, I live, and live happy lives. I've never been married or having any intention of getting married. So well, You're missing out. Well, I, it's nice sure. to have someone permanently attached to you that you can constantly disappoint. <laughs> I thought that was you. Shout out to me. James at home. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See? Rock, rock it out, James. Yeah. That's it. Rock it out. Is that mm-hmm. a euphemism? No. Mm. <laughs> All right. So what are we doing next week? We are doing. We're doing standout opening sequences. Is that what we're doing? We definitely are. Yes. Say it properly. Movies. <laughs> yes. With standout opening sequences. Yeah. And say what do we mean sure by we a standout make... opening sequence? Well, I think it, movies that where the opening sequence just hooks you on the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of the movie might be rubbish, good. but that first one got you really good. Like yeah. Clockwork Orange or something. I think crazy we talked like about this when we saw when we did our um, Rob Zombie one, and we saw Thirty One. Remember that opening sequence mm-hmm. is that black and white sequence where the guy's explaining to this guy why yes. he's going to kill him? You know, you're hooked. You're like, this is that great. That sets you up and for what's going to be a 98% movie. shit. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then it's just a river of shit yeah. bathed in puke. And But you Correct. get that 2% at the front. But that opening bless sequence you, Rob Zombie. is spectacular. Amazing. Yeah, God, it God bless so you, good. Rob Zombie. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So that, that's what I think we mean. Yeah. That is exactly what or we Blade mean. Or Blade was my other example. Mm-hmm. It's just like killing a bunch of dudes. Brutally. Well, it's just the opening sequence is so good. You got Tracy Lords in there, which is a bit of an icon in a horror film, mm-hmm. um, and she's taking this guy to this nightclub in this secret underground nightclub, and the music starts pumping and it's techno, and the, you know he's dancing with these people, and the guy's getting shoved around, and then blood starts raining down, and then the music just stops, and blood's covered everywhere except for Blade. <laughs> I have he's to watch bone that, dry. especially. And then the music just kicks in and he just kills a bunch of people. Nice. And that's how your film opens. That, and that's how you open a film if, yeah. anyone's, if anyone's listening and they're in the So in the spirit school. of that, I'm picking the movie The Way of the Gun. Excellent. Which is kind of an action talky film. Am I going to be sad about this? Sounds a bit like a gunslinger. No, slinger. it's got a young Ryan Philippi in it. And oh, you'll be all it. over it then. The opening scene, I don't want to spoil it, but the opening wow. scene even has a young Sarah Silverman in it oh. saying words that she doesn't, you know, condone anymore, that she wow. gives other people a hard time about. Oh. But you watch it, it's a brilliant opening scene. Interesting. It's very graphic in its nature and I, uh, I, I, uh, I love it. Uh, so the rest the, of the film is quite good too, but yeah, it's a great So the scene. way of the gun. The way of the so gun. So we're watching the whole film or just everything? No, no, sequence? we're watching we're the whole film. film. Yeah, we're riding that train. You're going to get hooked on this film. All the way wow. to film town. You heard movie. it there. That's a big call. Yeah. We're going to revisit that and see how we go. I don't know. Young Ryan <laughs> Philippine, Benicio Del Toro. I don't know how your loins don't you've melt. Got, you've got me already. You have the, the loins that I want. Oh, Benicio. <laughs> just thinking about yeah. it. It's two good looking dudes leading a movie. Mm-mm. What are you going to do? I'm going to do The Dark Knight. Which yes. is great. 100%. Right. Great bank heist opening scene. Yeah. Um, and clever as well. I also want an excuse to watch a superhero film. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Yeah, uh, all over it. It sort of makes me sad watching it a little bit though. Sometimes I get a bit worried mm. that you go on about superheroes too much though. Whoa. It's just me. Who are you? I'm the guy that goes on about superheroes too yeah. much. That's yeah. the joke. Okay, good. Right over your head. Yeah. Mark. I'm going with Narc. Nark, yeah, Mark, yes. Yes, yes, Nark. No, Mark. No, no. Your name's That's Mark. The movie. Oh. Nark. Oh, who's on second? No. Nark. He plays first. <laughs> he plays first. 
Oh, knock, I haven't seen. I'm not sure if I've seen Knock. I haven't seen Knock either, it's, but I hear uh, it has a standout opening. You sequence. haven't seen it either. Oh, no. great. It's all so, they say. have you seen it? Yeah. No, I haven't actually. No. 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 So Three I'm hoping to blow entries. all of your minds. minds. Excellent. Love um, it. There you go. So watch That's those what we're doing. movies. Yes, go and watch them beforehand so when you're listening to us next time around, we're not just talking nonsense. Yes. That but also if you have something heard. else that we haven't talked about, like uh, another suggestion for the opening credits theme, yeah. post on our Stand Facebook. opening sequence, your uh, notable mentions, as mm-hmm. we like to call them. Yeah, 100%. boy. And that's about us. We'll wrap up now and let you get back to your daily lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to swing past on the socials. Scene three podcast. Three the number. Mm-hmm. Scene like a movie scene. S C E N E. S C E N. Very clever. Uh, and so that's, uh, yeah, I love puns. <laughs> that's on Facebook, Twitter, and the Insta. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you say I love Huns? Huns, yeah. Oh. Attila the Hun. Yep. Yeah. That's my favorite too. He's, my, he's the only he's Hun the I only know. One. Yeah, he's the only one I know. <laughs> he was the king of the Huns. <laughs> Uh, if you know any other Huns, yeah, contact yeah, us all those. Yeah, hit us up for social media. Good. Until next time. Good day. Find a Hun. You guys are retarded. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. <Tina. laughs>